0: This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Hi, I'm Michelle Dupre, Group Vice President from Verizon. And what I love about retail is that I think it's one of the most innovative, competitive, energetic verticals that exist. And they have to turn on a dime with a very little uh, appetite for, for big spend. So I think some of these uh, folks here are just the most brilliant and most agile group of individuals that you could work with. From New York City, you're listening to Retail is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the retail industry, recorded on location.
1: michelle welcome to the show so so happy to have you here thank you very much for joining us
0: you're yes. very welcome thanks for having me
1: i'm mark rake i'm here with rob sanchez hey. uh, on location at nrf big show in new york and uh michelle you know uh you're actually uh how we're leading off our recording uh day in the podcast booth at nrf uh, A great way to start out uh i as, as you're looking ahead, you know, as the countdown happens here for the that to begin, uh, what are you expecting, you personally and Verizon, expecting to see at NRF that you, you're going to walk away and say, yep, that's what I thought?
0: Yeah, no, I think uh, the one thing I'd say is that this show just continues to seem to get larger and larger. So the big show, it is definitely, it's an understatement that it is a big show. Um, I think when you look at what we expect to see out of this, I think this is the melding of where retailers come to look for how do they continue to better serve their customers in today's environment, but also have a forward look to what are the next generation opportunities for them to engage with their consumers and customers um, and leverage, um, obviously, technology to do that.
2: How are you seeing the, um, tech landscape shift. Is there any like fundamental underlying tech that you think is the um, going to unlock a, a new future here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that the um, you look outward in this in this industry in particular, you look at what consumers demand and the experience that they expect. And I think the more that consumers have technology at their fingertips, it puts the it puts the pressure on retailers to be able to keep pace with what they in us, what we do in our day-to-day lives. So when you look at the technology and the underlying, I think it's being able to, to deliver, whether it's an in-store experience or whether it's an online experience, it's being able to serve that customer in the best environment they possibly can. And you can't do it without the right underlying infrastructure, the right applications, and uh, the right ecosystem and partners uh, to do that.
2: What are you thinking is sort of that next beat in customer experience? Um, now that there is this ubiquity inside of the technology,
0: yeah, I mean, I think um, you know if you think about the history and where we've where we were. So again, buy online, pick up and pick up in store. Three years seemed like it was something that. You know, it was, it was new and it was exciting, and now it's a standard operating procedure for most successful retailers. So, when you look at what's ahead, I think it's going to be continuing that evolution, and I think it's going to be a stronger blend between the digital experience and the physical. So, what we typically Either have the opportunity to do as re, you know as consumers within that brick and mortar environment, whether it's a, a digital mirror or a virtual mirror. I think some of that will start moving into the you know to the online space, and and again, how you represent your products in the online space, I think will become a little bit more uh, blended in the physical environment.
2: When you're thinking about the customer experience space, are you thinking about it um, from like Verizon with Verizon's hat on, or are you thinking about it in um, more like the customer that you have?
0: No, I mean, we, we look at it from the customers that we have. And again, it's it's just because we're such an enabler of what they do, whether it's mm-hmm. within their store online, within their distribution fulfillment centers, I think it's really understanding what's the outcome that they're trying to deliver to their customer and then aligning to what those objectives are and enabling them <laughs> to get there.
2: Yeah. How are you thinking about the... Um, that warehouse side and how it services. I know that there's a lot of retailers that have struggled with getting the in-store pickup um, and the online, especially in the grocery space. Um, There's a whole different operational, uh, I guess, like capacity that's necessary for pick and pull for a customer that's picking up versus just restocking. Right. Um, Are you starting to play inside of that space as well to help
0: yeah, I mean, I yeah. think yeah, when you look at what, what it takes to do that, so again, you look at it from the fulfillment or the distribution center, it's just a key to understanding of how you get something to a customer is knowing, one, do you have it in stock to begin with? And I think this is where, you know, again, you look back and you look at the, you know, data analytics. I think retailers were never lacking the ability to understand what they had and where they had it, but it was being able to take action on it at the time that they needed to do. So I think that that's where the evolution is kind of, um, you know, continues to mature in the distribution and fulfillment is that they do have a better understanding. They are more agile when it comes to delivering product. And I think one of the other trends that we've seen is, you know, retailers leverage, you know, their footprint. So whether it's a thousand stores, 1800 stores, 5,000 stores, they have become many, you know, distribution and fulfillment centers to be able to serve those customers either within that immediate market or, you know, even outside of that market and them being able to ship that product to where that customer is. So I think it's just it's, it continues to evolve. And I think the more data insights that they have um, absolutely has enabled them to be successful to the point that they are. And then when you look, look at the next generation, um, you know, it's where 5G and where you put, you know, the, the everything to the edge. It allows those, uh, you know, those decisions to be made that much quicker and for them to be able to respond that much quicker. Mm-hmm.
2: Are you thinking that um, predictive and preemptive uh, is kind of the next wave, or do you think it 's more about real time right now
0: well I think there, I think we're kind of to the point where it 's preemptive and predictive mm-hmm. um, I think it will that will go to the next you know to the next level, but I think as technology evolves and uh, you know mac and 5 g will certainly play a role in getting it to become more real time
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting one, right? Like, there's there's always a risk of being wrong inside of the algorithm versus right. like actually being able to take action. Yeah.
1: What are you most excited, Michelle, about seeing here at NRF? In other words, in addition to the messaging that you're trying to get mm-hmm. out there and the things that Verizon wants to inspire, uh, what what are you looking forward to seeing and perhaps being inspired by yourself? What do you anticipate? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think this is the the this, this show is the perfect blend of of the what I'd say the traditional evolution of technology, and then I think that there's some really innovative, um, you know, I'd say you know younger organizations and younger companies that have brilliant ideas that I think will make it a much broader conversation. So I think it's always, to me, it's the balance of, yeah, you know who's going to be here. Verizon is, has been a longstanding participant. But I think it's more intriguing to see, well, what's the next new? And yeah. what's the next new trend that I think retailers can really take advantage of and, and drive their business forward? What, what do you think that is? In other words, uh, I... You, you must, through your travels and your talks, have
1: some insights and inclinations, the evidence, the intel is starting to mount. What, what can, yeah, can you I, offer?
0: I think it's all, I go back to, it's just, it, it's the customer experience. It's just the customer drives a significant portion of how retailers respond. And, again, you look at just what was, what was today, what is today commonplace Three years ago were brilliant ideas. You look at, um, you know, one of the examples in our booth, uh, we have a company by the name of Cooler Screens, and they're they're taking what is typically what looks like a phone, and again, it's immersing a customer. It's a digital cooler. And again, it, it promotes products differently than any other just, you know, any other yeah. environment within a store. And I think that that's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what is the next and how do you engage with customers. But it changes, you walk in and you see it, it just changes the environment within that store um, more than I think the human eye would expect it to do. So I think it's that engagement piece that just will continue to evolve and change. And I think the other piece I'd call out is just the the ability for retailers, um, you know, again, to be agile in terms of delivery digital and e-commerce is is going to continue to grow because, again, what was was an anomaly years ago or something that we were all as consumers trying out, um, you know, we do on a day-to-day basis. So I think it's just going to be one of those growth areas, but I think you'll see the blending and continue blending of technology and how do you make that much, you know, more engaging.
1: How does Verizon, in addition to its own R&D and in addition to its own initiatives, uh, think about the investment in innovation technology from some of the other mines that are out there and the, you know obviously there's enormous number of startup tech innovators mm-hmm. uh, how are you mining that pool and supporting that pool so that Verizon itself can drive uh, you know, obviously CX as well as just general innovation
0: right now I think you know, I, obviously, the show is, I think, a great platform for us to do it, and, and we do leverage, um, you know, NRF and other similar shows to look for, you know, those startups and what are the next great ideas. Um, you know, we also have a great ecosystem of, of brilliant people internally within Verizon um, that that's what they do for, uh, you know, for us for, you know, day in and day out. And then the other piece I'd call out is that we've built um, 5G innovation labs across the country, one of which is here in Chelsea. And, you know, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a place where if you have a great idea, we allow you to come in, kind of, you know, work with uh, and develop your product on our network, uh, work with some of the most, um, again, bright and brilliant people that we have. And, um, you, you know, I, so I think it's just you have these big shows and big platforms. We have a team that that's what they do. And then we've created this ecosystem for startups and uh, young developers or developers in general just to, to come and, and work with us in that environment.
2: For you, what's the, um, what's the most significant difference between the 5G um, network and what currently or what people have been working with in the past?
0: Yeah, I mean, today there's a lot of applications that work successfully on 4G and specifically 4G LTE. And I think when you look at what five G, it's all about latency and mm-hmm. and speed. So you think about augmented reality, virtual reality. It's like where those can come to life, um, in a much in a much uh, you know richer environment. And I think you know we we've launched five G in thirty cities. We'll continue to um, you know that will continue to grow throughout twenty twenty and beyond. And. And I think we understand what the potential is. You think about distribution. You think about automation. You think about just, again, how do you enhance that consumer uh, or customer experience. But I I, I think the ideas will come from shows like this, developers that are working with us in our lab. You know, I think we have an idea. But, again, you look back in history. I I don't know if anyone ever thought that some of the rideshare companies would have been as successful as they were as fast as they were. Mm -hmm. And I think that we'll see some of the evolution of when you have latency is no longer an issue, uh, when speed, when throughput, when, you know, those factors kind of are no longer factors. I think the sky's the limit.
1: It -hmm. really is. It really is. Let me ask you something, uh, Michelle. You know, you're going to connect with a lot of people here at NRF, both one-on-one and just people experiencing Verizon's uh, messaging and and uh, insight into uh, services and products. You also have all of these innovation labs and all of the other things that Verizon does that, that touches particularly on the B2B spectrum out there. How does Verizon stay connected to those conversations and allow them to have a life that extends beyond the footprint here other than just collecting emails and putting them into a database? How are, How are you fostering that communication uh, so that it it goes from conversation to action, one? And two, Verizon's a large company, and I'm sure that just your retail aspect of it is, is also a significant arm. How are you making sure that within the company that focus on consumer experience, for example, is in people's minds as they think about the things that they're driving?
0: Yeah. So when you look at again the size of of Verizon, again I think where we've really excelled and become a market leader in terms of innovation and driving things like customer experience um, is really around just again the organic growth of the company, but also relying on partners and our ecosystem outside of outside of I'd say the four walls of Verizon. So um, you know again it just it it, it it's it's having the pulse on the enterprise customer. It's having the pulse on what do our partners see? And then it's really the melding of how do you bring it all together and deliver something great for um, you know, the B2B space? And again, there's variations if you think about that. B2B can be large enterprise and it can be medium and corporate, you know, however you define the, the market segmentation. So I think it's really having a pulse to, to what, what makes each one of them unique in that segment. And how do you enable them to be successful? And I would also say that what's changed and evolved over time is a lot of what you would see at a show the size of NRF, um, a lot of smaller retails would would think that it was out of their their reach, just in terms of the cost of entry, in terms of the ability to support it. I think that that's another trend that I would say over the last three to five years is that You know, technology is not just available to the large and to the, you know, the B2B space, the large enterprise. I think it's really been able to be adopted by, you know, down market, across market. And I think we've also learned a lot from some of the other industries, hospitality, for example, that, you know, they live and die by the experience that they create for their, you know, for their customers. And I think that that is something that retail has really kind of looked across the aisle and say, okay, if we want to create an experience... You know, how do we how do we garner and how do we create something and can we learn something from the you know, some of the most successful hospitality brands that are that are out there.
1: Perfect. All right, Michelle Dupre, the group VP for retail for Verizon on location at NRF Big Show bright and early in the morning on a Sunday. Thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, Really appreciate it. I hope that the show is everything that you and Verizon are hoping for.
0: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
1: All right. For the podcast booth at NRF Big Show, Uh, for Rob Sanchez. Good night, y'all. I'm Mark Rako. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: This has been Retail is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2020. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.